morning beautiful people now i'm going to be taking you through a series of presentations of my screen shares and talking to you about astrological basics now this i'm going to do from two points one is the western style one is the vedic style because i combine both of them i find value in both of them why not take things which make value which makes truth which makes not just which makes sense okay don't think of it as sense things which are true which i have seen even in my own personal life in my own chart so i'm using only those parts from both these systems both have value and i'm using the vedic style plot which is plotted for western style of the chart but they're using the sidereal time now the as that you see over there is the ascendant if you do the western plastered as the as will come here ascendant will come here and so will the houses shift because it's a different time system of measurement but anyway without any further ado we are discussing today the western part conjunctions oppositions trines and squares how do this help and what do they mean my take on it first of all i want to some cover something very basic understand that astrology is just a science of time it's the heavenly cycles of time the zodiac belt considered the constellation belt of the nakshatras considered the planetary movement through them and the snapshot of your birth which is the natal chart natal chart means it's a snapshot of the heavens at the time of your birth so this particular chart is for example of a female who's capricorn ascendant because their ascendant is in capricorn in shravana nakshatra and so is their moon in shravana nakshatra so very strong shravana nakshatra energy present this person was born on 2nd december 1981 at 12 pm gmt plus 1 in sweden malmo in sweden so this is this is one of my clients i'm just taking an example here to explain okay remember this is vedic style but a vedic system of plot sorry but a western style of depiction now the blue signs there are all water signs orange ones are all fire signs green ones are all air signs and brown ones are all water signs just my own coloring to distinguish this okay anyway getting back to understand that astrology is a science of time which is continuous and never stops that is why in vedic astrology it is called the hora shastra hora means time shastra means discipline like electrical mechanical civil like that kind of a discipline that's discipline i mean so it's called the discipline of time why because time periods come and go good times and hard times come and go in a person's life so this clock this universal clock really nothing stops it if you take time to understand this and for yourself and not bank on any astrologer for a reading why i'm doing the, all this sharing because i wanted to put what my knowledge is out there without you paying for a dollar for it really you're not paying for this it's free on youtube but i have understood this i have crunched this in my own way in my own time and this is the conclusions that i'm sharing with you more or less um understand this for yourself you will be definitely more empowered more conscious and more aware of your own personality and what you need to do and when one of the most common misdirection aspect in astrological science occurs is that 
is in the mind of the interpreter. Now this I have found repeatedly. I have gone to many astrologers, Western and Vedic, and it's all their interpretations which caused all this problem. It's like the Chinese whispers. It's like lost in translation kind of a thing. You see what I mean? So it's not their fault necessarily. I can't fault anyone really, but each one told me different aspects which left me more confused and that's why I was prompted to do my own investigation. Let me go and see what are these confusing people about? What is the real deal here? It's not that the astrology science itself which I have found correct or incorrect. It may be that my own interpretation also may be wrong sometimes. We are humans, we are fallible. It can also be that we need to examine some more. Even the best astrologers always fail at many predictions because they need to interpret something more. They, need, they may be having overlooked something or they may not have considered some other aspect because it's a really complicated science. Anything, if you take Western or Vedic. It is one who interprets the astrologer which may or may not come true, quote-unquote, for sidereal time scale and for tropical time scale, all will come and go. Doesn't matter which system you use, all will come and go. And the person may choose something to do with it or not. Now this is where free will comes into the picture. The person may just sit there expecting some astrologer has told that you'll get a fantastic job or a fantastic promotion or raise and not do the proper work necessary in the office or in their workplace. So their goodies or their rewards will never come. So there has to be some action on the part. These are just snapshot of what kind of scenarios you will arrive at. Astrology therefore is not a lottery ticket or a winning number combination. It is simply the map of the heavens when the energies are more favorable for a given task to do with ease. It is not to say the person cannot do it that at any time of their own choosing. Of course, you can do anything at any time. It's a given. Okay? Favorable time may come and go and the person may choose to do nothing with it. So it may never yield any result. This is more common than not, by the way. And the person can go into victim consciousness and say, ah, this was bogus. Astrology never works. It is all a scam. See how all the misinterpretation starts? It's not only from the astrologer's side, doesn't matter which system they follow, but it's also from the person they are giving reading to. They may have given the best and most accurate reading, doesn't matter which system again. But the person isn't doing anything with it. You're not going anywhere if you're not starting your car. That's as simple as that. Number two, now this is personally speaking, I use both the western system of trines, conjunctions, suppositions, squares, which we will talk about a little bit later as well as the Vedic system of Mahadashas or major periods in life. That's what it translates to, taking what is relevant from each. This is what I want you to remember where I come from. I'm using only those which I have found relevant in my own life looking backwards. What happened in this time in this year? Is this square conjunction opposition relevant? Oh yeah, that thing happened in my life at that time. Things like that, even Mahadashas. I have seen practical benefits of both western system of trines, opposition squares useful to a degree, not completely accurate but to a degree, yes it is useful to know and I will cover that in later videos. I use the combination which I find very useful both in personality awareness, now what am I doing this for? What I invariably find is it's more useful 
aspect of astrology to know personality and personality aspects because that is more empowering i come from a place of empowering the individual i'm all about empowering the individual so i don't come necessarily from the predictive astrology aspects or oh, this such and such a thing is going to happen in such a such a time in your life no that is like trying to gamble with a person's life i don't believe in gambling i believe in something which can be practically used being an engineer that's my quality so i have to use grounded knowledge so astrology is just an esoteric gps folks it's like gps of your life if i tell you you take plot a map map on your gps in your car from miami to los angeles and if i say after some time after about 3 days or so you're going to come across a river and you're going to cross over a bridge that's the kind of astrological prediction what you do when you get to that bridge and that river you might decide to step out for a little while take keep your feet in the water for some time or you might just choose to drive away that's the free will what you choose to do with the prediction is up to you number 3 i used vedic I use Vedic sidereal calendar that's the plot you see on the left since I have personally found it to be more accurate and more true to my own personality and life rather than western system more than a personal preference it's not a question of preference it's a question of telling this t-shirt is yellow well I would like it to be blue but right now it is yellow this is where I come from and i leave it to you which you wish to adopt there's too many contradictions out there in the net if you want to google this and research well feel free to do so it will lead you down a rabbit hole i'm sure as it did to me someone in the western system of plot can have and this is i'm telling you from experience someone can have a scorpio rising as ascendant in the western and the same person with the same birth date time place can be a libra ascendant in the vedic now this makes a huge difference in any system the same person can't be a scorpio rising and a libra rising okay it completely changes your life path positioning of all planets in all houses it changes your mahadashas it changes everything okay number 3 the term orb means the angle of alignment between planets points points means rahu ketu the north and the south node is a point they are not they are invisible planets so to speak which is used by astrologers to say yes these two are now conjunct or opposed or trine etc that's the orb i'll show you here what the orb means i use an orb of 3 degrees so that's my orb over there see i have put the 0 degrees is conjunction i put an orb of 3 degrees meaning plus or minus 3 degrees of the conjunction that's conjunction over there then comes the square here which is at 90 degrees the square is 90 degrees so i have used 3 degree orb for square and uh, trine is 120 degrees apart so 3 degrees of orb there and opposition also 3 degrees this is just my preference some people use 4 degrees typically astrologers use 4 degrees for something 3 degrees for something i just use 3 degrees as uniform it's a tight orb tight orb means more narrower bandwidth if you take 1 degree orbit becomes too tight and typically astrologers have found through experience and it's there all over the web if you want to research is that when outer planets are moving they move at a much slower rate jupiter saturn neptune uranus pluto they move slowly their orbit is more longer so even a 4 or 5 degree orb suits because outer planets move very slowly so they start putting in the energies through inner planets 
earlier on so to speak okay so that's what is an orb you need to understand the orb i consider before you go any further okay i use a orb of three degrees in all my readings other astrologers are different aspects also the angle traversed in a sign or and or a nakshatra shows the sole progress made in that energy for example jupiter here has made seven degree angle through swati nakshatra and through libra pluto has just entered it it's just making two degree angle Whereas if you take the moon over here in the ascendant, it has made a 20 degree progress already. Right? So, the degree of progress is denoted by the degree of angle of the planets and points in a chart. This person is a 14 degrees ascendant. We'll talk about that a little later. I'm jumping ahead of myself. So, amount of progress that a person makes through a particular sign and through a particular nakshatra is the angle. You have to take care of the angle. For example, Neptune here for this individual is at zero degrees of Sagittarius. It has just entered Sagittarius. It will make more progress as we go along. If you take a seven day ahead, look ahead of this. I don't know why it's not going ahead, but never mind. So if you take a seven degree progress of this, there you go. It has made one degree progress into Sagittarius. See? See what I mean? So that's the way things go there. Angle is important to consider as the weight of energies that the planet brings to the particular person. If Mars is very strong, the person will go to be more aggressive in that sign in their house. If Jupiter is very, very high in angle, going through a sign or house, it shows a very strong Jupiterian presence in that person. Okay? Think of it like this. This is especially true for angle between ascendant, sun and moon. We will do these different evaluations. I want to take piece by piece, otherwise the pie becomes too complicated. I will take ascendant, sun and moon in the next one. The moon is at 20 degrees, sun is at 16 degrees and ascendant is at 14 degrees in this particular natal chart. So the effects of personality will be felt in that order. So the moon energy is very overriding for this person wherever it is sitting in house, sign, nakshatra. Next comes the sun. Sun is as the ego self. Where the sun, sun, physical placement of sun in a chart is where the person wants to shine. It's where the ego wants to shine. It wants to gain fame, recognition, a sense of self in the world. That's what sun is physically. Whereas the soul presence actually comes from the ascendant. That's why these three points are very important to remember. Ascendant, sun and moon to determine the personality because I'm about personality evaluation. So the effects on personality will be in that order of magnitude. You got to consider angles here very strongly. In this particular chart, moon is at the highest angle. Mars is at the highest angle. 29 degrees is Mars. So this person is very, very aggressive and Mars is in the sign of Leo. See, this is how you start to open up the personality, peel the onion, so to speak. Conjunction. What does conjunction mean? Okay, Conjunction means a transiting planet of point is aligned in the same house sign and same nakshatra or constellation within a three degree orb. I have already showed you that. Like a permanent union 
or if it's in the natal chart in this case it's a natal natal chart so or a temporary union in transitions two planets or points can be conjunct simply means energies of both act in a combined way for the person it's important to remember that outer planets will overrule the inner planets always for example a transiting saturn will override the energies of natal moon when it is going over the moon in vedic system moon will always override the sun since it's closer to the earth okay that's why it's also called as lunar system lunar astrology since conjunction or grouping of planets in a sign or house happens in a particular sign like air wind fire water and sorry air earth fire and water it carries the energy of the sign powerfully for example in this chart sun mercury and uranus all are in scorpio in the 11th house and they are all together bunched in the same sign so it will carry the energy of water to this person it's in the energy of scorpio so it is buried in still and deep and this person has extensive communication abilities because mercury and the higher aspect of mercury are conjunct in the 11th house 11th house stands for social media social network community gains and sun is also there that means this person is strongly wanting to bring the occult powers and hidden knowledge into the external world because this hemisphere is for external world it is also trined by descendant trine is at an angle of 120 degrees descendant is everything energy which we want to bring to the external world so that means this person life path is driven towards finding out what it means to me in the external world not just for myself okay jupiter and pluto in this also are almost conjunct i use 3 degree orb so it is not showing as conjunct but nevertheless is two and just 5 degrees apart they are conjunct in libra so pluto will bring its energies in the house matters of libra via jupiter is think of it as outer planet pluto is shining through jupiter onto the earth think of it as a lens jupiter is being the lens to get plutonic energies into the person's life and for that house and for that nakshatra so it's really a complex stuff combustion what is combustion when a planet is conjunct with the sun sun is the soul's energy when the planet goes over a sun either in natal chart or in transitions it's called combust in this case mercury is almost combust with the sun in the 11th house as you can see mercury being the closest orbit mercury venus to the sun many charts it is combust now what does combust mean this is a little different as to different astrologers most will tell you that the planet has become weak what i say is combined with the energy of the sun that means it become innate to the person it doesn't go destroyed nothing gets destroyed in this universe it just merges and changes form your energy of that planet mercury has become merged with the energy of the sun meaning this person is extremely natural and good in communications intellect is very natural to them okay that's what it means opposition is when a planet is exactly 180 degrees apart now in this person's case it is not so in the natal let's see the transition see in the transition right now the sun which is going over aries is directly opposing both jupiter and pluto what does this mean 
this means that this person's self which is in the inner hemisphere the lower hemisphere is for the inner world it's in the fourth house or heart matters so, so this person is right now feeling as we speak very strong sense of ego or fire within their heart but the Jupiter and Pluto what they are bringing to this person's life as a natal chart is opposing that so it's saying no not now not now not now an opposition is simply saying not now don't do this right now wait for some time for this opposition to go over it will go over sun goes over every sign in a month so it's not like it will be there forever let's just zoom out seven days seven days later it is not there see no it is there but it's just a chart that will all sorry <laughs> my goof okay so it will pass after a month the opposition will pass Prime is when two or more planets or points 120 degrees apart. This one. In this particular natal chart, Sun and Mercury are trining the descendant. Also, Venus is trining from Mars. So Mars is providing all its heavy-duty energy sitting in Leo, which is where it is exalted. It's providing all the fuel to this Mercury to this uh, Venus. So Venus is the sense of innate sensuality, sense of beauty, art, creation, all these. So this person can be very aggressive in those terms. So energy of Mars is fueling the energy of Venus which is at one degrees. Venus is weak here but it is being fueled by the very very strong Mars. So these people might have a sense of aggressive sensuality. You might have seen those kind of people. And we can go on and on. We can go on enhancing and studying deeply, go more a deep dive into their person's characteristics in this way. I'm just showing you a rough example here. Prime when two or more planets are points, 120 degrees apart. Sun Mercury conjunct almost, which means in this chart, a person's actions outside well-known outside world, because this is the outside world, this half is the outside world, are well supported. For them to take action throughout their life. A square is when two or more planets are 90 degrees from each other. Which is a square here? We see two squares in this natal chart. One is Pluto squaring Venus, means their power and sense of ego is destroying their sense of innate sense of beauty and sensuality in their life, the creative side of them. Because this is in the ascendant in the mind, it will be felt very strongly. Also, Neptune is squaring Mars. Neptune is again the heart center. The higher form of Venus is also being squared by the aggressive Mars. Now, funnily speaking, Pluto is the higher aspect of Mars. So both the higher and the lower aspects of transformation, aggression, drive are subduing or they will have challenges with their higher aspects of uh, Venus and Neptune. Higher aspect of Venus is Neptune. Just going ahead of myself. But it, I want you to get the energy of how a reading is done or should be done. Because this is what starts making real sense as far as personality is concerned. We are focusing on personality here. Lastly, all of the above is better interpreted if you put in also the Vedic ones, which I will do in the forthcoming videos. 
and what they mean. You can check out my diamond style Indian chart videos which are already there in evolutionary astrology playlist. I can link it up above. Because not all planets shine in shine the same in different signs means some planets are subdued in some signs in this particular case sun is in scorpio sun being a fiery planet if it's in a water sign it automatically becomes subdued it becomes going within internal because blue signs are all emotional signs they are water signs they are going internal going more intuitive but bringing intuition to the external world is what this person is about and you also have to see the Vedic style where Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So we have to see where Saturn is, which is in the ninth house. So this person is driven towards wisdom and knowledge. This Saturn wants wisdom and knowledge. Okay? And it is exalted because it's in the sign of Virgo, not really. But yeah, we got to see all these kind of aspects. Okay? So a deeper study is required. But always remember these things have to come as a part of personality evaluation rather than predictions. Predictions leave a person stranded in their spot. They are expecting goodies without doing the work. That's not how these things work, people. These things work because you have to put some free will, you have to put some effort in it. So from where I come from, at least you do your own astrological research. This channel, any channels you want, there are a million channels out there. But use your discernment, take what makes sense to you and use it to do personality evaluation first. Go to predictions later on. Predictions can be rough, they can be inaccurate, they can be very accurate. But it doesn't mean you cannot do anything today, right now. Life is happening right now. Not some four months down the line when you'll get that fancy job or a fancy partner. Okay, that's where I come from. Take care, keep watching and I will put more of this stuff. Next one we will deal with, um, what shall we do there? Ascendant Sun and Moon. Take care, be safe and be awesome.